Welcome to the Mindset, Magic, and Manifestation Podcast hosted by me, Michaela J. Get ready to dive into an action-packed, bougie-based, and spiritually guided experience on all things manifesting your next level luxe life. Let's go. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to the Mindset, Magic, and Manifestation Podcast. It's your girl. It is I, the Michaela J, here to teach you how to manifest your next level luxe life. We're back at it with a new episode. I'm very excited for this one. It has been one that's highly requested, and I can't believe I've never sat down and just recorded like a journaling 101 episode. And that's what I want to talk about today. I want this episode to be like your guide to journaling, what to write about, different techniques for manifesting manifestation journaling, and really just an episode that you can come back to time and time again when you're feeling uninspired about journaling and want to zhuzh it up. But before we get started, we have a life update of the week. This just in literally happened this morning. I'm really excited to announce that I am moving. I'm staying in LA. I'm staying on the west side. Um, If you don't know, I live on the west side of LA, which means I live closer to the beach. I have no intention of removing myself from the beach area. (laughs) I love being by the water, Um, but I'm really jazzed. I just put in my 30-day notice at my apartment complex. I'm so excited to move. My environment impacts my energy so, so much, and I have always known this. When I have been in many unsafe home environments in my life, I always feel like my energy is a bit rocky and very guarded. I'm really responsive to the energy around me. And when I moved into this apartment, I loved it and the vibes were great. And I just felt like that really lifted me up. And then there are some changes in the building that have not been the most satisfying and it has really messed with my energy, you know, and I don't place that blame on where I'm at or the things that have happened here. It's always my responsibility for how I feel and my energy, but being in the right environment can certainly help the vibrational level that you are on. So I just, it was time that I cut ties with my gorgeous apartment. I love this apartment, but I'm very excited to do something new. And we are on our manifesting a house journey. Once again, I can't wait to have a little yard for my pups to run around and play and it's just going to be a vibe. I'm super excited. Once I get my new place in a month and get all moved in and squared away, I'll definitely do an episode about manifesting a home and manifesting your dream place. Uh, But yeah, I'm just really excited. And this gives me a good chance to kind of take a look at what I want my vibe to be for the new home. Like what is the interior going to look like? Is it going to be the same? Do I want to make some changes? You know, having puppies in this apartment has definitely ruined a lot of my furniture. So I'm going to have to buy some new things once I move next month. Uh, and I get to reevaluate what I want my home space to look like. And so I've just been going ham with the Pinterest boards and really tapping into the energy of my next level self and thinking about what kind of space would she live in? What kind of things would she have around her? What kind of art, what kind of furniture, what would be the scent and getting really micro, like getting super specific about that because all of the little things add up to the big things. So that's my life update for the week. 
so jazzed. I will keep you guys updated on how I had a little cut off there because I dropped the crystal I was holding, but I will keep you guys updated on how it goes. I have my eye on three different properties right now. So to be announced and our sponsor of the week is my signature manifestation program, the MMM method. I talked about this last week. You guys have heard me talk about it a lot on the podcast. It's the mindset, magic and manifestation method. The fun thing about this program, other than the fact that it's four months long. So it's basically like a spiritual university and MMM method is actually a formula. So it's M plus M equals M. Get your mindset in check plus define your magic equals making manifestation easy as fuck because manifestation really is just taking action towards the things that you want. It's no different than goal setting, but what accelerates that process is tapping into law of attraction and your spiritual beliefs, whether that's spiritual or religious, what what may what you may have, uh, whatever resonates with you, that accelerates the process because the more trust you have, the more certainty you have, the more confidence you have in yourself, the more trust, certainty, and confidence you have in your desires. So we get your mindset in check. We rewire your brain. We rewire your beliefs. We get you in alignment. We build that relationship with the universe. So manifesting can literally be as simple as taking action towards the things that you want. I am so, so pumped to run this group program because this time you guys get group coaching calls with it. And we have four spots left open at the regular level and one spot open for VIP. So this is filling up very quickly. We literally start next week. So go snag one of those spots. You get a discount if you pay in full, but we have lots of payment plans and options for you. And the group of girls that are in right now are so epic and so powerful. And I just remember one of the girls had messaged me first thing in the morning and she was like, Michaela, I need to be a part of this. I was scared and I've been thinking thinking about it, but I know this is what I need. And that, that is the energy, you know, (laughs) knowing that this is your power move to really like get your shit together in terms of manifesting. Yes, that's the energy to sign up in. So that we are starting next week. The link is going to be in the show notes. If you have questions, you can always shoot me a DM over on Instagram. I'm at the Michaela J and I can get you all signed up, answer any cues you have and help you out there. But without further ado, let's talk about journaling. When you sit down to journal, you have so many different options of things that you can do. And there's almost so many options. A lot of us don't even know where to begin or if we're quote unquote doing it right or what we should write about, whatever you may have it. So I want to give you guys today a couple of different options. And like I said, in the intro of this, I want this to be an episode where even if you have been journaling for a long time, but you're feeling uninspired, this gives you an idea of something new to do. So let me tell you at the beginning of my journal journey. Um, When I was studying positivity and mindset and just being the best version of myself before I discovered spirituality and manifestation, all of that, what I was doing every day was something called morning pages. Now I can't remember whose idea this is, but morning pages is the, like this practice where you sit down and you write three pages worth of anything 
every single morning. Now, it doesn't matter the size of your journal, just the fact that you do three whole pages every single day. And I remember when I started this out, I would write out my goals every day. I would write out my desires. I would journal about a dream I had, my grocery list, to-do list, my schedule for the day, um, a game plan for the weekend, how I was feeling. I would write about anything and everything to fill up those three pages. And that's the point. It's just for you to just word vomit everything onto paper. And I love the fact that you have to do three pages because it really forces yourself to look at what you're thinking about and come up with things to write about. One of the biggest lessons I learned from that practice for doing it for so long was building a relationship with myself because we can sit down and chat with others for hours and hours and hours. Like, I don't know about you guys, but me and my best friends could literally talk for like four days straight and not get bored of each other. And I want you to feel that way about yourself. I have this principle and belief in my life and you don't have to agree with me, but my friends all know this. I say this all the time. My firm belief is only boring people get bored because I never get bored. Literally never. I always have something to do. I always know how to entertain myself. I have like a million and one hobbies. There's, I can always read. I can always write. I can meditate. I can learn a dance. I can practice pole. I can do tapping. I can go on a walk. I could keep myself entertained for, for years and never be bored. Never bored. Only boring people get bored. And And the reason why I'm telling you this is because I want you to feel the same way about yourself. Uh, A lot of people, especially extroverts, but just people in general, always need some sort of stimulation or to have fun. They need some form of entertainment right at their fingers, somebody else in front of them, scrolling on Instagram, whatever, to occupy their space. But I want you to feel occupied and fulfilled and entertained by just spending time with you. You should be able to sit with yourself and be comfortable with yourself. I remember having a conversation with somebody a couple of months ago and they told me that they were going on this little weekend getaway and I asked who they were going with uh, or if they were going alone. And this person literally laughed and they were like, no, I'm not going alone. I won't even go to the beach by myself. And I kind of giggled and I was like, why not? You know, I, and you guys know, I have traveled across the entire world and back all alone. So I'm very used to and comfortable doing things alone. And this person was like, well, Michaela, that's kind of your thing. Like you, you do a lot of things alone. You travel alone. Like you're very independent. And this person was like, I like having people with me and that's totally fine. And you can prefer that, but as long, but you need to be able to also sit with yourself. So anyways, Doing morning pages really taught me to value myself and value having a relationship with myself. And I think that's why I can travel the world and do so many things alone because I enjoy my own company. And morning pages sits you down and forces you to talk to yourself for three whole pages, which sounds a lot similar, simpler than it actually is. And I want to share with you guys a little hack in getting started with this that my mom actually came with a while ago because she knows it's one of my tried and true practices. Uh, and so she does it often herself. And sometimes she found it difficult to finish three whole pages in like one of her big notebooks. So if you're just getting started with journaling and that feels really overwhelming, 
overwhelming for you, I want you to buy a smaller journal. Like one of the cute, not like tiny, okay? Let's be like reasonable, but like one of the cute little ones that maybe isn't spiral bound that you can like fit in a purse and do three pages of that. And after you get really used to that, then you can upgrade it to a bigger spiral notebook or a normal, you know, like a normal size journal just as a way to ease yourself in and not get too overwhelmed. But how we do morning pages, like I said, is it it simply has to be three full pages of whatever you want to talk about. I love this because I love a good brain dump, which is another form of journaling that we'll talk about. Um, but literally, like I said, you can make this your grocery list, to-do list, how you're feeling. It can be you writing out your goals, whatever you want. And it's just going to start to build that relationship with yourself. So that's one way you can start journaling now. And like I said, start with a small journal if that feels overwhelming and then graduate into a bigger one. Do what you got to do. Okay. Now, since we kind of talked about it, I'm going to transition this into the next form, which is just a brain dump. If you are the type of person where you have 50 tabs open in your brain at all times, like me, you will love the brain dump method. And this is something I do once or twice per day. Okay. So I do journaling uh, almost every single morning. Sometimes it depends what point of the day I do it, but every day I do some sort of clearing journaling. And at some point in the day I do a brain dump. I am truly the kind of person who I'm talking to myself all day, every day, which is why I don't get bored because there's always something going on. Um, I have 50 tabs open. I have a million ideas, whatever that gets really overwhelming for my brain because there's so much going on all the damn time. And so I use the brain dump form of journaling often. And all you do is write out everything you're thinking onto paper to just get it out of your head and somewhere else. Now, I do this sometimes in written form. Sometimes I will be rambling in my journal. I will have no sentences. It's just ongoing, ongoing, ongoing. Sometimes this is bullet points and I always use stars as my bullet points, of course. Sometimes I am writing things out within a to-do list format because all the things I'm thinking about are things that I need to get accomplished or finished. Uh, it just depends. And other times I will know I need a brain dump journal session, but I'm like on a hot girl walk and I will voice note them to myself. So do with that what you will. But brain dumping is just getting everything you're thinking on paper. And this is really effective because our brain has an extensive capacity to remember things, but we get overwhelmed when we're trying to, when we are remembering a million things at once. And now instead of remembering all 50 of those things you're thinking about, all your brain needs to remember is, hey, that list of stuff we were thinking about, it's on this piece of paper. So instead of remembering the 50, it remembers one thing, the piece of paper, where you can reference everything that was once at the top of your mind. And that can be very, very soothing for your brain. The next type of journaling I want to talk about is the clearing journaling. So I also do this every single day as a way to clear out any doubts, fears, limiting beliefs, low vibrations that are existing in my aura, in my brain, in my body, whatever. I like to clear that out every single day, at least once a day. Usually I will do once a day in the journal and then once a day um, via a voice note to myself, or I will just talk to myself in the car. But writing is very effective for me to set things down. So I like to make one of them um, a journal situation. 
at least once a day. Anyway, so there are two ways that I do my clearing journaling and actually I teach these methods inside of MM method and inside of my best selling money masterclass. So they're both different. The one is, and you guys can purchase both of these. I'll have the links in the show notes. The one in the money masterclass is clearing any fears, doubts, anxieties you're having in that moment in your conscious mind. And the clearing journaling that I teach inside of MM Method, that is clearing your limiting beliefs and what's coming from your subconscious mind. Now, I like to tie these together when I do my clearing journaling every single day, and it's very, very effective because you want your conscious mind, your subconscious to be on the same level, and I'm actually gonna be teaching about that in the very first MMM Method group coaching call. Very excited for that lesson. But clearing journaling is really about facing your fears, facing what's going on in your head, facing those doubts and changing that story. Because the negative beliefs you hold, we are just choosing to believe those. The negative self-image you have when you see yourself in the mirror and you think something low vibe, you're choosing to believe that. The negative ideas you have about a manifestation or an outcome, you're choosing to believe that actively. We need to recognize that, take responsibility for it, and change it. Because at any given point, you can always choose to lean into the positive what-ifs. You can always choose to lean into a better outcome. You can always choose to lean into like, what if this happened and what if that happened? And what if this is all working out in my favor instead of spiraling? Our brains are not hardwired to be that way because we have our ego. We have the conscious mind wanting to keep us safe so we don't get attacked. And we want to make sure we're a bit guarded so we know what's going on. However, that's not always necessary. You can lean into the positive what ifs. You can bet on yourself. You can trust yourself. You can lean into the possibility of you actually getting what you want. That's not a crazy idea. It's crazy to think that you can't get what you want. One of my core beliefs that I tell myself every day, and I probably text every single one of my friends this almost every day, is I always get what I want. 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 And I say that about them too. One of my friends is looking for a new job right now. And as she's going through the application process, I just constantly remind her that I'm like, you're amazing. You are so talented. You bring up so much value to the table. You always get what you want. You always get what you want. So ask for the higher salary. Ask for the promotion. Ask the tough questions. Ask for the benefits. You always get what you want. And it's easy for us to go through different things in life, being scared and timid and doubting ourselves and wanting to be quote unquote reasonable or practical, but like, ew. So clearing journaling is really about facing what's going on in your brain, choosing to look at it and shift your perspective. And if you want to dive deeper into what that process looks like, like I said, I have the day-to-day conscious mind clearing in the money masterclass. And then I talk about the subconscious reprogramming in MMM methods. So those links will be for you in the show notes, but it's really about the willingness to be honest with yourself. And that could be a whole other episode on the podcast is being honest with yourself. I think a lot of us are very afraid to admit how we're feeling, to admit what we're going through. And that could be for a myriad of reasons. Like maybe somebody growing up made fun of you for talking about your feelings. You were never in a safe environment to express yourself. I definitely wasn't when I was younger, so I feel you. And 
we don't want to look at it. We rather just push it down and get our shit done and keep moving forward. However, you will have a much, much more enjoyable experience seeking out your desires if you're actually betting on yourself. And if you genuinely believe in yourself and you know you can have what you want and you know you're supported. There's always a more high vibrational route that we can go. And it's scary doing the work to get there, but it's so freaking worth it. This form of journaling I want to talk to you guys about is what a lot of people call manifestation journaling nowadays. And a lot of people use this as their method for manifestation. Like I said at the beginning of this episode, all manifesting is is the pursuit of your goals and your desires and the action steps you're taking to make that happen. Manifestation by definition is to bring about to the eye. So it's to desire something, want something, and to create that. Whether it's physical, it could be love, it could be happiness, you know, whatever. So a lot of people call this manifestation journaling. I would kind of disagree with that. But this method, let me just get to the fucking point. This method is called scripting. And a lot of you, I'm sure, have heard of it. Scripting is the act of writing as if your manifestation is already done and you are living in that experience. This is wildly effective because when you're writing about it, you're putting yourself in that image and you're seeing yourself as the version of you who has it. And the more you can play in that vibration, the more you're embodying that energy and the more magnetic you become to receiving that reality. That's why a lot of people call this manifestation journaling because it can really catapult your results ahead. But all it is, is toying with the vibrations going on in your body, which is great. But how this actually goes down with scripting is let's say you desire, we'll talk about moving since that's what's going on in my life right now. Let's say you desire to move into your dream apartment or your dream house. I would sit down and journal all the details of like, oh my gosh, holy shit, today's the day I move into my new place. I am so excited. I have my favorite playlist going. I have my cute little Lululemon moving outfit on. I'm going to go grab coffee at Alfred to get a little latte. I'm going to greet the movers and they're going to grab and pack everything. It's going to be easy. We're going to be cleaning. The windows are open. The weather is perfect. I'm so excited. I already picked up the keys. My new place is everything I imagined for and more. I feel so grateful. I feel so supported, yada, 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 yada. That's how that would go. And I would be writing in the present or the past tense. You never want to write about this as a future thing because then you're playing in the vibration of, I want it. It's in the future. We want the energy of this is happening now or it has already happened. So if I was going to write about it in the past tense, that would look like holy shit, I just moved into my house today. The movers were so helpful. I got my favorite coffee in the morning. The weather was perfect. I was totally at ease. Everything is where I want it. My furniture looks perfect in the new space. My puppies are loving the backyard. We set up all the wallflowers. It smells amazing in here. I already saged the place. I have such a good energy about this. 
blah, 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 blah. Like as if I was laying in my bed that night after moving. That would be scripting. I love doing this in like moon rituals, like a new moon ritual or a full moon ritual. It just feels extra powerful, but this is something you could do on a daily basis. And if that's a practice that you're really vibing with, I highly suggest you use this form of journaling before going to bed. Because right before you go to bed, your brain is entering those states of mind where you are going to be unconscious and asleep. So that's when it's going to be the most impressionable to get this information in your subconscious mind. So do this type of journaling at night before you go to bed and let that image sink into your subconscious overnight. It's going to be wildly more effective that way. But of course you can do this throughout the day in the morning. If you're really vibing with that, I'm just telling you to be the most effective. I would suggest using that form in the evening. Okay. There are three more methods of journaling that I want to share with you guys, just so you have like your ultimate guide to journaling. I know we're going through a million different techniques, but this is going to be your go-to episode when you want to figure out what to write about. So the next one that I talk about a lot, as you guys know, is drumroll, please. Shadow work, baby. Shadow work is so important. And we kind of touched on this, the clearing version of journaling because you're confronting your fears and your doubts and your worries and limiting beliefs and stuff. And looking at that are the shadow aspects of you, but doing shadow work itself is wildly different and a lot. I'm using the word wildly a lot today. I'm sorry. (laughs) And it's very confrontational with parts of you you oftentimes do not want to deal with. And I have a whole episode on how to do shadow work. I'm pretty sure it's episode 113. I also have a kick-ass shadow work program called Sexy Bitch Shadows. You guys have to DM me on Instagram to um, get the info for that one. It's like a secret program of mine. It's so good. Five weeks of mastering shadow work and the art of shifting quickly, plus 30 days of really intense shadow journaling. It's so fucking epic. One of my favorite programs I've put together. Um, But shadow work journaling is looking at the parts of you that feel rejected. It's looking at the parts of you that feel unworthy and undeserving. It's looking at the parts of you that don't feel good enough. The ideas that were planted in you as a child subconsciously that stops you from achieving what you want. So when I talk about the clearing journaling, a lot of that is conscious, conscious fears and doubts that stop you from taking action. Shadow work is looking at some subconscious uh, programs that we have had in our brains since the beginning of our lives that our neural pathways are connected to in our brain that stop us from achieving things. And this is where we get wrapped up in self-sabotage is because of our shadow-based thoughts. So that's like, like I said, that's looking at triggers. That's looking at why don't I feel deserving? Why do I think I'm not good enough? What am I ashamed of? Really, really deep, heavy stuff. And like I said, I have my shadow work program message me on Instagram if you want the link for that. It's so fucking good. And 30 days of journal prompts. You guys are going to be obsessed with it. Um, But that one is, it's a really big slap in the face. So you have to be ready for it. On the other end of that 
is we have light work journaling. And this is a lot of different things. This could be just journaling about your goals and your desires and making lists of things that you want. I do this all the time and I just bullet point out things that I want, whether it's a purse, I want to move, I want to go to Italy, I want to do this, I want to get certified in that, I want to go to dinner here, like I want an Aperol spritz, like so many random things. So you could just write out a list of desires, you can be writing about your goals, you can be getting clear on that. Um, but a lot of times when I think about my light work journaling personally, it's me writing down one of two things. It's either affirmations or my positive what ifs. So my affirmations are the things that I tell myself every single day that I desire to believe to be true. And I say these a lot on Instagram. A lot of times on my Insta stories, I'll give you guys an affirmation of the day and it'll be like, I always get what I want. I'm a down ass bitch. I'm a catch. I'm irreplaceable. I'm funny. <laughs> you know, whatever I want to believe about myself, that is what I write in my journal. And I love to go on these like affirmation riffs where I fill up one to two pages full of just I am affirmations. And you want to write them as I am irreplaceable. I am magnetic. I am confident because that is the present tense. It's like you identify with, with the statement I am, and it's going to penetrate your subconscious mind a lot better. So I love to write those out for one to two pages. Or uh, similarly, I write out one to two pages of positive what ifs. What if this happened right now? What if this was my best month in business? What if this was the month I got to move? What if this happened? What if I got to go to Italy next month? What if this person did like texted me? What if this person signed up for my one-to-one program? What if out of the blue this happened? Positive what ifs. This trains your brain to exist in a realm of possibility and potential. That is a very high vibration. It gets you excited about life. It gets you clear about some of the things that you want too. Because as I'm going on these riffs, whether it's the affirmations or it's the positive what ifs, I am revealed so many more things that I want that I didn't even realize. So this is very effective. And why this is the light work side of things is it's because it's the fun, flowy, goey side of journaling. My last method of journaling I want to share with you guys in this episode is just one journal prompt that I find to be very important. And that is the simple question of asking yourself, how are you doing? How are you honestly doing? How are you truly feeling right now? Because if you have a partner or like if you're in a relationship, somebody might be asking you that on a, on the regular or they might not be. If you're single, maybe nobody is asking you that. And I think it's really important to check in with like, hey, how are you genuinely doing? And in society, everybody asks us, asks us this all the time. How are you? Oh, I'm good. How are you? I'm great. I'm doing well. And we don't actually take a moment to think about, hey, how am I really doing? And it's nice to do this as a check-in. And what I like to do is write that down at the top of my journal. How am I truly feeling right now? How am I honestly doing? And I will sit there. Typically, I will close my eyes and take a deep breath and tune into my heart. Because the things that roll off my head, the, like the, as soon as I write that down, that's going to be kind of like the brain dump of like, oh, I have this going on and that and that, 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 that. But I want to know, how is your heart doing? How are your feelings? 
How do you feel? Not what's going on. How are you as a soul, as a spiritual being? So I love to take a deep breath with this and tune into my heart and ask myself, how is my heart doing? One of the baristas at my coffee shop I go to every day asks me this almost every week, and it's become a very important practice in my life. And I'm so grateful to him for um, starting to ask me this question. It's just so intentional and loving and high vibrational. How is your heart doing? And taking that space to really think about that. Think about how you're doing because life is fast and we're always wanting to accomplish goals and we're celebrating wins and we're processing heavy emotions and we go through tough times and we're supporting other people during their tough times. There's a million things happening and it's very easy to feel things in the moment but not deal with it or not ask ourselves how we have been doing since those moments of feeling. So what I like to do in those moments, I take a deep breath, feel into my heart, be really honest with myself, and I journal out how I'm feeling. And those journal prompts are really fun because it ends up being very poetic and it reminds me how creative I am and how deeply I feel things and how empathetic I can be and how I really take things on from other people because I care so much. And you reveal so much about your true nature when you use that journal prompt. And I think that's really beautiful. Now you have it, the ultimate guide to journaling. We just covered so many different methods. I hope you guys learned a new one. I hope you feel re-inspired to get into your journal. Let's review all the methods we just covered really quick. So we have our morning pages. That's writing for three full pages. We have our clearing journaling, which is writing about our fears and doubts, clearing limiting beliefs. We have scripting, writing about things as if it's already done. We have shadow work, which is confronting our subconscious fears and triggers about not being good enough, not being worthy, getting upset, dealing with your trauma. We have light work, which can be anything from journaling about your goals and desires to your affirmations, to your positive what ifs. And then we have asking your heart, how are you doing? And I think we talked about other things in between, but those were the main ones that I wanted to cover. So there you have it. A million things to write about. And remember, if you go through a phase where writing just does not sound like the vibe, that's okay. You can use all of these methods and voice note yourself. I do this all the time, especially when I'm in like a shitty mood and I'm laying in bed and the last thing I want to do is like grab my journal and write about my feelings, you know? (laughs) I'll just grab my phone, open up the voice note section on my phone and journal out or yeah, verbally journal out how I'm feeling. I do this on hot girl walks as well. This is something that a lot of my clients will do. They'll voice note me basically just talking themselves through their journaling. Sometimes they're like, don't even listen. I just need to send this out somewhere. (laughs) But it's totally okay for you to voice note things as well. And I remember on an episode forever and ever and ever ago, with my friend Samantha, she talked about how uh, verbally saying things is, I think, 90% more effective than even writing them down at times. So when it comes to the affirmations and the what ifs, maybe you want to do that verbally. Totally up to you. But moral of the story, you guys now have a million things to write about. And remember, there's no right or wrong way to do this. It's genuinely the fact that you are choosing to show up for yourself. You're choosing to be honest with yourself and you are willing to see through how you are feeling. That's something that should be celebrated. That's something you should be very proud of. And that's something not most people will do. So 
that's amazing because we always want to do the things most people won't do because we want the results most people won't have. Okay. I will have everything linked below. We talked about a lot of different um, versions of my programs. We have a method open for enrollment right now. I talked about my money masterclass with the clearing journaling, and then we have my shadow work course for um, deep diving into shadow journal prompts. I'll have those linked below for the shadow work course. Just send me an, a DM over on Instagram at the Michaela J and then we'll get you in. Uh, I hope you guys love this episode and got what you needed from the learn learning about all the methods for journaling. If you have a friend who is starting out their spiritual journey, I would definitely send them this episode because it can feel really confusing of what to write about the beginning. So I find that this will be very effective for you and your friends. Feel free to share over on Instagram if you loved it. I love seeing you guys' reposts and I will talk to you next Wednesday. Bye. Thanks for tuning in and don't forget to leave a five-star rate and review. I love hearing your takeaways and wins from the podcast in the review section. So don't forget. Love you so much. Talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you.